0: Well, we are back.
1: I'm Paul Dixon, and with me is... The original hot D, but with more tears, uh, Dan Young. <laughs> it's disgusting, man.
0: Uh, welcome back to it's, another... That's how I roll. Welcome back to another Film Vets. Uh, I am your host, as I said, Paul Dixon. With me is Dan Young. I uh, <laughs> I did two introductions. Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess it's to make up for last week, which... Technically, we did an episode, but not really. So we're going to talk about that right now. Uh, yeah. So last week we did D twenty three. It was uh,
1: it was the D stands for depression. The, the
0: D is disappointment. Uh, depression and oh just, damn, um, <laughs> it was not what we wanted or expected. Um, which expectations are the, the ruin of all. <laughs> I think I I, I didn't I, I shouldn't have expected something so well you know to be fair the expectation came from the fact that the last D23 was pretty big and had all these reveals whereas this D23 did not uh yeah how did you feel
1: about that Dan I would have I would have been happy if they actually had content <laughs> they basically rehashed what they already had put out there so like yeah. andor we kind of already knew about andor you know like even if i didn't realize what it was at the moment when we were recording mm-hmm. um it had dawned on me like oh wait this is this is the that the what is it rogue one prequel yeah and i mean then we got kind of thrown off from twitter with fake pictures and so you get to hear a lot of our fake enthusiasm turn to uh impotent rage <laughs> it's uh, a slow descent into <laughs> it's, madness it's fun. yes i it, it is. It is. I, I, some of the highlights. It's like Shutter Island with without Leo. Wow. That's deep.
0: Hashtag deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it was uh, very disappointing uh, due to the fact that, you know, I, 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 I'm okay with not having certain reveals happen. It's fine. It's just give us something. That's all. Just give us something new. I, I, we already knew a lot of the things, like you said, that were coming out. And we already had, you know, it, it just there was nothing new. That's all. We did get some trailers and things like that. But it, it was just, uh, I don't know. It, you're expecting something, something on the l- level of the reveal of the Fantastic Four. Which, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it's fine that they didn't do that. But it's just something on that level would have been nice. So yes yeah it's it was really frustrating because it was the first time we've done a live session and we really didn't want to disappoint anyone but you know you can't you can't control what they release so uh a couple of things i really loved that i actually was into was the fact that we got a teaser for the little mermaid i think we reacted to that actually and uh yeah yeah yeah. very well done musically she sounds amazing I'm kind of disappointed with humanity because now everybody's attacking this black, beautiful black woman who's perfect for the Little Mermaid. Just a lot of crappy, shitty people out there, man. And, you know, they call themselves fans, but they're grown men who are pissed off about the fact that Little Mermaid's black. I mean, that's just sad. It's just, just really, really something I just never thought in my lifetime I'd have to deal with. But here we are.
1: I don't know. I think deep down inside, I always knew just just the landscape of of the world we're in right now it's just madness it's a little
0: depressing a little mad um there were some good things that came out D23 uh we got the secret invasion trailer with samuel jackson that looks really intense uh definitely going in a less comedic direction with that which i think is a great idea since we've been getting a lot of marvel comedies lately uh which i'm, I'm fine with i love she hulk i I'm, I'm down with that but um it, it's getting a little grating uh, i think thor love and thunder was a little too much comedy despite the fact i i had a blast it just it didn't resonate with me the way say ragnarok did it i went through the same exact thing yeah uh werewolf by night looks fun It looks like a throwback to those old monster movies, which, uh, you know, the black and whites with, uh, you know, Bela Lugosi and all that, and uh, Lon Chaney. It looks fun, looks just fun. Rumors are that- I actually missed that one. Yeah, it looks fun, it looks cool. Very different from anything else Marvel has done. And there's rumors that a certain vampire hunter might be showing up on the show, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. Blade? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Well, see, Ooh, see the thing is, I hope so. see the thing is, though, it looks like it takes place a long time. I mean, it's black and white. It looks like it to it takes place in an older time in the Marvel universe. But then again, we don't know how old Blade is, so maybe he could show up. I don't know. Besides that, we got some news about Armor Wars. Uh, the the biggest news was really out of the Marvel stuff was the cast of Thunderbolts, which. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was cool. It's cool. So uh, I'm looking at the picture right now, and there's um, David Harbour and Yelena, I think her name was, from Black Widow. They're part of the team. Yeah. Uh, Bucky's part of the team. Uh, U.S. Agent from uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier's on the team. Taskmaster's on the team. Ghost from the Ant-Man series is on the team. And it's being run by Valentina, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Elaine. Oh yeah. yeah, this she's running the team. Yeah, from Seinfeld. From Seinfeld, Elaine. Yeah. Uh, so it's a cool team. I don't. I don't mind it. Um, although I was hoping for Baron Zemo to be on the team, like he is in the comics. But he is part of the sh- the movie, so he'll have some part to play. So I'm excited. I think it'll be cool. A lot of people are weird though. They want to complain about the fact that oh, it's it's uh, all these people have the same power set, and it's like yeah, but it's, I heard somebody say. There's other movies with people teaming up for, you know, to be a team squad or whatever. And they have the same power set, too, which was nothing. (laughs) They're all just they're all characters, but they don't have superpowers, say like the Dirty Dozen. They didn't have superpowers. (laughs) And they're all the same, <laughs> you know? Oh, and then and it's boring. No, it's not boring. They're, they're interesting characters. So you're going to get great stuff either way. It's just, it's funny how people react to stuff like that. Like, well, you we need, you need everyone to have different powers. It's like, who gives a shit about that? I mean, yeah, it's cool sometimes, but that's not make or break for me. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah. besides the fact we got the, the reveal about the Fantastic Four uh, movie being uncast, apparently. Uh, something i read online about that was the fact that uh kevin feige might not have the cast completely signed which is why he didn't do the reveal it's just bad timing though i think i think it needed something yeah
1: like that's that. that's unfortunate yeah
0: um the other thing was Star Wars. Uh, we got a couple of things out of that. Again, nothing we didn't know. Um, nothing re- revealed about a movie. You know, it's just it was just kind of lackluster. I, I, did you feel that way too? I, I think you did.
1: Yeah, I I, I felt that it, it was it was just kind of like they were. I'm sure they were excited to to kind of put forward anything new that they might have, but the entitled
0: fanboy and me it, really it got
1: insanely mad. <laughs> I was just,
0: I was just like, oh man, this is so stupid! Uh, how dare they just give me new trailers of things that I know about? It's like, come on! Uh, I mean, on that level of, of my mind, I'm like, well, it's pretty stupid to get angry about this, you know? They did, they did give something. It's just at the same time, I was expecting really big stuff, but it just wasn't.
1: And that's exactly it. Yeah. I, I was expecting some, some, some something big like even if it's just that that one gem and we we didn't we didn't get it it's just all gravel
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's funny because it's like we uh it's the first time the first time we did a live thing for film vets and it's like of course nothing happened (laughs) i'm
1: like i mean uh, that 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 is kind of kind of poetic isn't it 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 is it's 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 the show where nothing happens it's it's like that it's like that uh
0: it's like that uh that show pitch on seinfeld uh what's the show about nothing what do the characters do characters do absolutely nothing
1: (laughs) yeah that's i think i think we lived the dream there for a minute
0: I, I don't know. It, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, stuff will come out. Uh, we're still going to go forward uh, and stop missing any more uh, weekly shows. I, I, I just I love doing film that so film that's so much. And uh, I felt bad just missing one week. I, I don't want to do that again. If anything, I want to increase the amount we do. So,
1: anyway. yeah, Um. are we? Are we going to make the uh, the D23 train wreck available for everyone? Oh,
0: absolutely. I'm going to put that online. There might be some editing to shorten it down because it? we had a lot of, we had a bit of lull there, here and there. So I'll go through the footage and just make sure, but we're going to put it on the Film Vets YouTube channel, and we're also going to make it we're as gone. a podcast so people can listen in and it will still be named, I think, appropriately. Socks for Christmas because that just felt
1: exactly <laughs> what this is.
0: That is exactly. I, what I,
1: this I is. think that that was referenced at least like yeah four or five Dude, times were, throughout that whole podcast. I think you're
0: the reason D23 didn't go well. <laughs> I'm starting to put it all together. You are the reason. You 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 shouldn't have said that, man shouldn't have said socks for christmas that it well kevin feige was listening in and he was like oh yes i'm gonna make sure you get socks i
1: (laughs) i think if he was listening in we we would have gotten you know maybe a little bit more like underwear (laughs) (laughs) like you know just just a little something i i just you know, <laughs> got underwear. it's just socks, it's just it's just socks. and it's not even like the low cut socks, it's just tube socks, the ones that go up to your cap.
0: It's like the ones you know, you're just like, <laughs> Oh, I guess I needed this, you know. Um, you thanks,
1: <laughs> yeah. An Xbox would have been cool, <laughs> but whatever, know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I just, you know, yeah, who needs hand co- hand eye coordination,
0: <laughs> so uh. <laughs> you know getting back to what we we're wanting to talk about this week uh we have a uh we have a subject that dan actually f- picked out this week and i'm really excited to talk dan, about
1: dan finally dan knows.
0: contributed
1: i love it <laughs> <laughs> don't get used to it this is the only time the only everybody time, gets yeah. one <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: uh this man is brilliant uh he is he has made one of the funniest films I have ever seen in my life, and yes, I was high when I watched it once, but to be fair, <laughs> I watched it when I was sober, too, but it's still funny either way. Um, still held up. And his birthday is right near mine, oh wow, that's amazing. Uh, oh yeah? Yeah. Uh, So this is uh Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mr. Mel Brooks. Yes. Yes, he is a veteran, which is why we are going to talk about him today. Uh, can you give us some background on Mr. Brooks?
1: Well, um Mel Brooks was uh born in Brooklyn, New York, um in 1926, June 28th, baby. His parents <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right around my birthday. were kindred spirits, just saying.
1: Yeah, buddy. That's <laughs> see that's awesome.
0: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um so so um Mel Brooks uh actually lost his father when he was 2 years old. Wow. That's Yeah, um he he kind of contributes that as as just that the beginning point for this his comedy style where it's it's um kind of farcical mm-hmm. they actually
0: uh were originally from poland so this is before the war right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. In, um 19 uh, 1926 so here's a quick quiz do you know mel mel brooks is using a Kind of a stage name? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. His his real name is Melvin Kaminsky. Oh, well that's new to me. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. You know, a lot he's, of people do he's stage using names. Stage I name. wonder
0: why he changed
1: it. Uh Re- real quick, yeah. um uh, just what if if you if you had to pick a different stage name, what would oh, you Oh, I already
0: it? got one. Uh, so, I, I had a stage name uh, ready to go, and everyone, and I mean everyone I brought it up to, told me not to do it. I didn't <laughs> think it was a bad <laughs> stage name, to be fair. I think it's still a great stage name. What, what was it, it? It was my it was my grandfather's first and middle name, uh, which is Lewis Everett. I thought that was a good name, and people were like, you're not a Lewis Everett. I'm like, well, I know I'm
1: not, but it's a stage name. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're 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 a Paul, but you would be going as a Lewis. Yeah, I don't see I don't see a problem with that. I think that that's an awesome thank stage you, game. thank you. You're the only uh, one. Uh, you know, it I it, it sounds like you 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 put a lot of thought into this, and and it's kind of a a tribute to your grandfather. Yeah, you know, I think that that's beautiful, man. I think that that would be great. thank you. Well, Real quick, if you had to pick one for me, what would it? be? Oh,
0: <laughs> I always go back to your porn name. <laughs> Scott Hollywood I just love it so much
1: you know what that's the one I was thinking too I knew it so so I'm glad we agree Scott Hollywood you sound like a you sound
0: like a a Mortal Kombat character (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna play a Scott Hollywood (laughs) versus Luke Cage no, I say Luke Cage, uh, Johnny Cage. And I combined Luke Cage and Johnny Cage. Wow, I, I am I am alive. I promise. Uh, so, so yeah, that's a you know stage names are you know interesting. I'm always fascinated to hear when somebody changes their stage name. Like Tom Cruise was originally known as uh, I know his last name, but I can't remember his first name, but uh, Mopother. And he changed it to Cruz. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, actually, what's interesting, he has a cousin that kind of looks like him a little bit, but taller and blonde. And he goes by Mopother in everything he does. And he actually was on Lost. Interesting. Yeah, he was on Lost. He was, uh, He's. if you see him, you'll know who I'm talking about. Actually, I'm going huh. to find him right now. Um, Mopother. M- Mopother? I, I might be pronouncing that wrong. Um, yeah, William Mopother. He was in uh, Minority Report. He made a cameo in that, too. Oh, yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, I'm going to send you... I'm a, I I got this thing called Facebook. I'm going to send it through that, uh, the link of his stuff. Well... It's just it's right his on. IMDb. It's just his IMDb.
1: Well, um, while you're doing that, I'm, I'm going to kind of push ahead, if that's all right. Yeah. All right. Did you know that uh, Mel Brooks was working on getting his degree in psychology? Oh, psychology. That was when... his original yeah we we almost lost him to the field of psychology Right, <laughs> you know until he was drafted into the army to fight in world war ii oh he was drafted yes he was he he, he they told him well he was voluntold yes just <laughs> volunteered, and anybody, any any of our uh, veterans out there will know volunteer. Oh yes, 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 yes.
0: I still use that saying today. Actually, okay, that's sent to you. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, he, I could see him being a psychologist, but you know the thing is, he. I couldn't take him. I mean, knowing him now, it's like I wouldn't be able to take him seriously. He's just too funny. I, I think he'd be joking yeah, half the it's, time. It's hard
1: to <laughs> imagine. In in fact, he was a, a combat engineer in the army when he was drafted. That's wow. that's the job that they decided to give him. I have a direct quote from Mel Brooks on this topic that I I think is actually pretty funny. Hey, sure. Um He's quoted as as saying, "I was a combat engineer. Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> the two things I hate most in the world are combat and engineering." Mel
0: Brooks. You know, you know what's funny? I. In the military and you and I, we worked as uh, refueling and maintenance mechanics. And I swear to oh, yeah. God, I never touched a wrench in my life until they put me in that unit with you. And I was like, I don't know why I'm here.
1: I, I <laughs> Okay, so I I w I wanna kind of give everyone a, a backstory. Um so so Paul really hasn't had much hadn't had much experience up to that. Yeah until you know, working on on vehicles. I grew up working on cars. The first thing I did at the age of three was strip down and clean a carburetor. You know, like, I knew how to work on these things my whole life. All right, badass. Um, well, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> so once, like, I, I have a hard time, like, understanding when somebody looks at me and goes... Okay, what? What do you ask for? I'm 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 asking for, you know, this specific tool or or get me this part, and he just kind of looks at me and goes, "Yeah, man, you're going to need to go." Do that. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> and, and I just looked at him and I'm like, "We went to the same school, right?" He's like, "Yeah, but only one of us was paying attention." I was a terrible mechanic. <laughs> I I admit that though. And I you know what though? <laughs> you you made the days so much better oh, thank you like like you really did uh, the the days were a lot easier it, see paul ended up getting out like 2 years before i got out um, uh, do you remember do you remember and- when they offered me either a, a what was it a certificate or a, a gift card Oh god, yeah. Yeah. A wooden plaque or a gift card and without missing a beat you're like gift card <laughs> And they took a picture with it with me holding the gift card? Yeah. <laughs> like like you're holding the plaque. It was uh, what was it for? Like TGI I think it was like Fridays like TGI or because i was getting out
0: and i was like i don't i don't need a plaque just get give me the gift card
1: (laughs) i i I hope the first thing you did is went there and got a beer dude
0: i i don't remember what i did but i know i remember i took my picture you know they take the picture of you for being able to get back on the base within the last year or six months or whatever yeah i remember I, i went with one of one of the people we worked with i cannot remember his name for the life of me uh tall Shave head dude. Uh, really funny. I can't remember his name. But anyway, we went and uh, he had done a, this funny picture of him doing like a glamour shot because we're getting out like the next day. Who gives a shit? And I I followed him and did this giant grin of just it, I look like I was possessed with happiness. <laughs> yeah. And just it, <laughs> I still have that somewhere. I love that picture so much. <laughs>
1: But see, he, the the moral of the tangent is uh, always pick the gift card. I didn't enjoy working on stuff. <laughs> oh. Always pick the gift yeah. card. That that's it. <laughs> nope, I, I'm sorry. It's always pick the gift card. <laughs> no, I. You know,
0: I I think with with anything, I I even if I suck at my job, I always try to bring my A game to in some way to the job. I, I always try to, especially oh, on absolutely. especially on set for films and TV. I've always gotten people to smile or just uh, have fun even in a, an environment where people just seem like they don't want to be there. I I always go with a happy disposition. Disposition. Yes. There you go. And I I try my best to just make everyone feel like, you know, I, that that's kind of my goal in life actually. It makes me feel better to make other people feel better. Uh, so I guess I I I didn't think consciously about it when I was back in the military, but I, I really did try to do that, and it backfired a lot. Like, I remember one time I, I did this prank. Actually, I did a couple of pranks. I mean, the first one was uh, <laughs> uh, I, I pretended like I was spitting up blood. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to mess with some of the guys. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, one, one airman was like the immediate reaction he had. Apparently, he told me afterwards was, oh, man, he's going to get out of work again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make him laugh, and I. Sh- As because I was going to college at the time, whatever.
1: Oh, I remember
0: that. Yeah, but um. Oh yeah. Uh, I remember a prank I did on you where I pretended like I hurt myself by going backwards in a chair. You did not appreciate that.
1: <laughs> you got very, oh, very yes. angry. I was, I was so mad. Well, because you 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 went backwards, and I'm like, oh man, and I, I I you know you being my friend, my first instinct is, oh, you must have got hurt. I, I need to come help you, and you're like, oh, I got you, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna really hurt you.
0: <laughs> you know, it's in my defense. I get it from my my family. They love to prank each other. They're oh, they're and, worse and than me. It,
1: in hindsight, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, but the, you know, immaturity changes all of us but my parents still do stuff like that especially my mom um i <laughs> going back to mel brooks <laughs> uh, uh,
1: you know and and pull him back to center yeah, going back uh, we're going to be doing this
0: is the format we're going with by the way if you don't like it i'm sorry but this is this is what works for us is we go on tangents and we come back to the center back to the center <laughs>
1: Uh, like a drunk, blind squirrel trying to run a maze, dude. I, I okay. I'm sorry. I got one
0: more tangent. I got one more tangent. Today, I was walking in the park, and I saw the cutest thing ever. I, I love watching dogs in the park with their with their their uh, parents. You know their their owners. And uh, this one woman had it looked like a German Shepherd mixed with a Husky. It was a beautiful dog, and. It ran up to a tree and a squirrel was on the side of the tree, but it kept going in circles instead of going up the tree. So it was like they were both circling the tree together and <laughs> the dog was going in circles around the tree. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I'm sorry. Was, it's was funny. You mentioned squirrels, uh, <laughs> but they made it. They look like they made friends. It was, it was adorable. Anyway, <laughs> going back to Mel Brooks, uh, yeah, so his background he he became um, he became a comedian after some time, but uh, yeah, in the military he wasn't you know, as we know as we know from experience put in the best position of what his talents were, so to speak.
1: No, nope. <laughs> uh, one one of his tasks he had to defuse landmines. Oh my God! And he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Like, like, wow. that's hardcore. Wow. Now, all through all of that, um, there's one 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 moment where um, Germans were playing propaganda over loudspeakers. And Brooks responded by um, setting up like his own sound system. And he he played music by a Jewish musician um, to basically counter them. Um, so, no I mean, way. that's that's. Kind of like, yeah, that's kind of a pushback in, in a very Mel Brooks fashion.
0: Dude, that's that's perfect. It's exactly something he would do, and it's the perfect response to that situation. I knew, I know there was a there was something about the Japanese doing something similar to uh, our forces during the war. They would they would uh, send out messages of uh, a woman talking about. Uh, I, I, I can't remember. It was it was basically demoralizing our units, so to speak. So, similar to what the Germans were doing, apparently. I didn't know about that.
1: Yep. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, you know, I, I really think that people like that are important in times of war, in times of, of darkness in the world. It's like we need comedians. We need people who can brighten up things a little bit, even in the worst places. I mean... A perfect example of that is, uh, and I hate to say I haven't seen this movie, but I have seen clips and things like that, it was uh, A Beautiful Life. I think it was with uh, uh, the Jewish uh, Jewish camp where the man is trying to make the children laugh and things like that. Um,
1: I haven't seen that either. I, I, I kind of want to see it. Now. Yeah,
0: it's uh hold on. I'm going to pull it up. I think it's called Beautiful Life. Uh, movie I might be wrong hold on uh, lo I'm sorry life is beautiful I think no 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 it, he was it's the same same actor I want to say uh, protect his son from the dangers you mixture the oh yes yes that is the movie so um, an open-minded Jewish waiter and his son become victims of the Holocaust he uses a perfect mixture of will humor and imagination to protect his son from the dangers around the camp. Uh, it's uh, Roberto Benigni uh, who won an Academy Award for this film. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 1997. I, I I'm gonna put down the list. I, I think I need to see that. But I uh, I think it's like I said, it's important to have people like that in the world, and we don't give it enough credit. We always think, oh, this is a this isn't a time for laughter. I, I think actually, it's a perfect time for laughter because we, yeah. yeah Exactly. I, I can't think of a, you know. Um, I can't think of a time where you would need it more. Honestly, uh, not to say you want to make fun of the people that are suffering, but you, you need some sort of levity to get through things, to get through hardships. Well,
1: there, there is, there is humor, and then there is just being tasteless and yes. mean spirited. Like, like there are. Differences. There's there's a line, and it's a line that nobody really should cross. Where some people think that it's funny to push the envelope. It's funny to, you know, be controversial. And honestly, Mel Brooks didn't really have to push it. Like he takes it all the way up to that edge. Yeah. He brings it straight up to, to controversy to almost too much. But then he, he almost softens it. With, you know, just a little humility, a little bit more. And then he hits again with another joke. And it's just, it's this constant wave that just keeps you there in that, in that comedy. Um, it, it's so beautifully done all the time. And it's a it borderline slapstick all the time. <laughs> and it's, but it, to me, it, it's not true slapstick. It's not like, you know, like Spaceballs. Yes, it was a parody movie, but it didn't feel like you needed to know the source material to laugh.
0: Yeah. No, you know,
1: I, where some parody movies you y- you have to understand what's going you on. You know
0: what's funny is like I think I saw some of his movies like that were that were um parodies of other films before I saw the actual films. So similar yes. similar to yep. uh Don't Be A Miss, the South Central Wild here, Juice in the Hood. I saw that before. Oh my god, that movie! I saw that before I saw uh, the films that were parodied. Parodied in it. Uh, So whenever I see the original films, I can't help. Really, I can't help but laugh.
1: Um, When When was the first time you saw that movie? Oh god, don't be a mess. I must have been.
0: It was after it came out on DVD or uh, VHS, but um, it was way before I saw any other film, Boys to Men, or any of the other ones. Actually, yep. uh, there was one I saw recently. It was the scene where uh, it's in the gr- in the store where he says, "What did you say about my mama?" <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm going to see what the uh... so okay. I saw the scene <laughs> uh, in originally in the Don't Be a Menace, but then I watched the film <laughs> that was originally from. Which I'm trying to find, a uh, menace to society, and uh, I saw yeah. that only a couple of years ago. <laughs> so I'm watching this scene, and he says it, and it's very similar in the like the camera and everything. And I'm just like, I, I just laughed because <laughs> I, and it's such a serious scene. It's such a, it, it, it just, but I, I associate it with the original, you know, don't be a menace, the, the movie I saw first.
1: Now, now the Wayans that they take it to that limit but it's still tasteful it's just they did
0: for a while clearly beyond yeah they did it for like, a while like yeah
1: they they, yeah they they what they did they were pros at they they, they, they nailed it yeah but i still think the trailblazer of that comedy style really was oh, no doubt. brooks no doubt um now now just to kind of finish off his his military history he he was discharged as a corporal And then from there, he started performing stand-up comedy before he started writing for TV.
0: Oh, wow. And I always hear comedians do stand-up first. Uh, I'm always surprised when certain actors are doing, they did stand-up before they hit it big. Like Michael Keaton, like had no idea he did stand-up comedy before. And uh, I mean, it makes sense with Mel Brooks. I mean, stand-up comedy is, in my opinion, one of the hardest things to do, especially if you're trying to make people laugh. It's... It's something I want to explore whenever I can actually write something. But um, yeah,
1: you know, and I've always I've always wanted to try stand up comedy. Yeah the the problem that I have is I am so unfocused. I don't know what would come out of my mouth when I got up on. Well, I think that's the beauty of it.
0: Uh, and now, the <laughs> thing about the thing about stand up comedy that a lot of people don't know is even when it seems like it's chaos and they're they're saying things blah, 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 it's, it's improv. It's not. Everything is meticulously, if they're good.
1: But see, that that's what I'm saying. You know, I've always wanted to try stand-up, but I can't guarantee anything that would come out of my mouth. Well, It would not be meticulous. Well, they, it would be you, it, messy and shameful. There will be tears probably with me on stage. <laughs> I may or may not be wearing pants. You know, it's just chaos. Maybe
0: don't have drinks before you go on stage. I would
1: be stoned sober. Oh wow. That's sad. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do stand up, Dan. <laughs> well, there's there's clearly a reason I haven't done yeah. it.
0: <laughs> the gods will not will it. Uh so yeah, I love that It's some great information about his his time in the military. Uh, I, I think for, let's let's go forward and talk about his his films.
1: Um Absolutely. What is
0: your favorite Mel Brooks film? that is not fair (laughs) um i mean baby
1: we i mean uh, (laughs) it's it's a solid tie with all of them because they all have such a different flavor um between blazing saddles and young frankenstein i mean you've got robin hood men in tights i mean do you oh (laughs)
0: Can I can I let you know something I think that is gonna be news to you? Uh, they are uh, they are in what? from what I understand, they are in the middle of filming. Filming History of the World Part 2.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. That would
0: be amazing. Uh, there are there are actual set picks I, I saw recently. Um so it's happening. Uh, when it's gonna be released, you got me. Um Yeah, I, I'm very excited for this. Uh, Yeah, so, oh, it's gonna be a TV series. What?
1: Sequel? Oh, that's even better. Sequel
0: to the 1981 film. There's a whole cast. uh, Johnny Knoxville's in it. Interesting.
1: Um, that's gonna be weird. (laughs) You know, Johnny Knoxville's strange in the fact that he can be a good actor. He really can. He's he has the potential. He just doesn't care to use it it's like i don't know you why you know it's kind of
0: like uh it's kind of like adam sandler adam sandler yeah, whenever adam- he does a film that's like uncut gems or punch drunk love he is just yep. knocking it out of the park but most of the time yeah. he's doing grown-ups
1: three <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, dude, come on, uncut gems. I saw that film in the theater. I was like, "Damn, this is he is a powerhouse actor when he wants to be." I I, like every time he's done a film. He wants every time he does a film like that. um, Spanglish. uh, I thought that was great too. I uh, you know, Mm -hmm. but Punch Drunk Love is probably my favorite of his. He was just it it took everything of his strengths uh, as an actor and just. Pinpointed exactly how to utilize it in the best possible way with that film, I think. Uh, and uh, so anyway, uh, History of World Part Two will be on Hulu, an eight-episode variety series. Uh, I cannot believe this is happening. This is insane. Nick Kroll's in it. Uh, that, it's insane. Uh, anyway, uh, so back to being the best film. I mean, I know that's a... that's a.
1: You know what? I, I think I'm going to go with... My... my you know sitting here really thinking about it the movie like I don't know if I can say it's the best movie mm. because what kind of metric do you have for Melberg's movies look at the producers you can't get any better than springtime for Hitler I mean <laughs> come on that is hilarious but I would have to say the movie that was definitely one that I would go back to constantly Spaceballs mm. Spaceballs is classic. I, I can't say that it's the best, but it's definitely one that I always went back to.
0: So interesting and interestingly enough, there are a couple of films I have not seen. Uh, he doesn't have a large filmography, but um, I haven't seen the Twelve Chairs. I haven't seen silent. Ooh. I haven't seen silent movie. Well, I think I've seen silent movie. I'm going to go back and look. I'm not sure. Hey, High Anxiety. Uh, Life Stinks.
1: I I haven't seen those. I've seen Life Stinks. I haven't seen. I it. saw that so long ago. I I never saw that. Um. So
0: I, it, with that context, that was funny. With that context, I have to say my favorite. It it's hard because I I want to say Blazing Saddles, but that's a that's objectively I feel like Blazing Saddles might be his best film, but personally, Young Frankenstein. Uh,
1: oh God! Yeah, for Young Frankenstein's amazing. It's
0: so scene. Gene funny. Wilder. It's so perfect. It's Gene Wilder doing, uh, you know, everything right. I, I just I love it so much. And the scene where he—I mean, the first time you see him, and he stabs himself. I mean, it, just, it doesn't get any better than that. I I don't know. Like, there's just so much. And I and I have <laughs> I have a lot of love for his other films as well. Spaceballs, of course of course but robin hood men in tights and oh i love and that i know a lot so of people don't too. like this film as much as his other filmography movies but dracula dead and lumbering gets me to laugh every single time i don't care if it's honestly stupid,
1: i love it i i keep forgetting that he made that movie. really um but it's one he's of them that keeps resurfacing, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, he's Van Helsing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like that's hilarious. And he's he's but trying for to get, whatever reason, he's trying to it, get those it's Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, that that obscures it for me because it's like it's it he found a way to write Dracula's role just around Leslie Nielsen. Uh-huh. And it's so perfect okay. that it's it it for me it's hard to remember. It's a Mel Brooks movie where where a Mel Brooks movie tends to have the story mm-hmm. kind of turn on itself and it, it kind of contorts a little bit and it's it's it has its high and then it has another high and another high. Whereas Leslie Nielsen is so dry with his comedy that you don't know if he's actually trying to be funny or or if or if he's just trying to act and it's the byproduct is funny you know and it's it's hilarious i saw an interview
0: with him recently actually where he he was just hilarious just so funny but so dry and, you, you, you know, that, yes. that sense of uh, timing with comedy is so hard because you could screw that up really. The, I, I know from experience um, that dry comedy sometimes goes <laughs> over people's heads and they just kind of don't laugh, you know. But um, there was a uh, there's this partic- particular scene in Dracula Dead and Loving It that always gets me to laugh. And it's so stupid, <laughs> but I love Which it. Which one was um, it? So, God, there's so many, but this one specifically is when there's these three vampire women that come to uh, Renfield's room before he's possessed and he's taken over. Um, he's trying to go to sleep and these three women come into his room and start humping the furniture <laughs> and they get in the they get into bed with him. And he's just like what are you doing to the furniture and he's they get in the bed with him and he's like this is wrong this is wrong run me, run me. and uh leslie Nielsen's walking by and he does a double take he's just like oh okay and he goes, whoa and he just tells the women he's like i am ashamed of you it's just, I don't know. It's, and they, and the fact they start floating away and he's like, and stop doing that. And they just start walking. I think it's actually only two women, but it, yeah, that's, that's such a great
1: scene. It's so
0: perfect. Um,
1: that That's awesome. <laughs> uh, speaking of Leslie Nielsen, there, there, kind of a side note yeah. Um, for anybody out there that's, that's listening that, that, you know, loves Leslie Nielsen, but might not know this. Um, he made a movie called Tammy and the bachelor. And the first time I watched it, it's a, it's a much older movie. If you have a chance, hunt it down, watch it. It's worth the watch. Beautiful movie. Um, but when I was first watching it, I didn't realize it was him. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't put it together. I didn't look at what actors were in it. I was just looking for a nice old movie to kind of, you know, shake things up and and watch. That would be different. Um, so I'm watching it, and it took a second, and I looked at him, and I'm like, "Is that Leslie Nielsen?" I'm like, "Oh my God!" Now I'm a straight, I'm a, I'm a straight dude, like straight as a an arrow, you know. I already like where this is going, like like <laughs> crazy. And I looked at him, and I'm like, "Damn!" You know, I'm just kind of like, you gotta bite your fist. The, he was hot. Dude. Even by back then standards never or seen, today's standards, he was hot.
0: I've never seen this movie with Debbie Reynolds. Oh wow. Tammy and yeah. the bachelor. Dude, you
1: have to watch it. I'm looking it watch up. Watch right it. Now. Like when you have a chance, watch it and let me know what you think of it. I want to hear on he on, on this um on the podcast what you think of it. Um, we gotta make a note of it and, and come back to it. Damn, that. Leslie Nielsen is on this. One other, What's yeah what? dude uh, google it i did yeah i'm looking. leslie nielsen back no i'm telling them oh. the people listening <laughs> oh. go google leslie nielsen like young leslie dude nielsen. he looks like
0: alec Baldwin. that
1: dude is a smoke show he looks, yeah. yeah he's a good little but, a, dude. but a, like a very attractive one
0: is he is this a <laughs> <laughs> is this a comedy
1: it, it's a it's a little bit of everything okay. like like she does a very good job on being funny she's she's kind of like an outsider that's kind of thrown into modern world even though she's used to like living on a riverboat uh, with her grandpa and like it, it's it's different I'm not gonna give anything else other than that but dude that's it's thank you funny. for the
0: recommendation
1: it's it's very funny on its own merits but it's very very heartfelt and it's spectacularly done. In fact, it was so popular when it first came out that they did like three or four different spin-offs with different actresses and different actors wow. that just never could recreate it could never recreate that magic that they put on that film. Okay. Uh I might And they they tried. They tried like hell. I might have but to But they could not do it
0: yeah i might have to track that down thank you uh, i love recommendations for films like that that's cool
1: um absolutely so uh i did have one i did have one more th- quick really really quick detour since since we're already kind of in the weeds real quick okay um by chance did you hear constantine is getting a? oh yeah i was gonna bring that sequel? up
0: i was gonna bring that up uh, i'm glad
1: you did uh Years. I'm just so excited!
0: I, I know, and uh, Keanu Reeves. I I think I sent you the release of that when it came out, but I know you were kind of taking a break from uh, social media. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, I I'm for anybody listening, I'm I'm currently taking a break from Instagram and Facebook. So you, you, at the end of the show, you know, you're not going to hear the standard fare of you know you can find me here or here. You're gonna hear some different stuff, but we'll get to that bridge.
0: (laughs) I'm always down for different. Uh, so yeah, the new Constantine, uh, look, was Keanu Reeves originally miscast? Yeah, definitely. I, I, he's not, he's not anything like the original Constantine. I don't really see this as that version of Constantine, the blonde British guy who looks like stain. Um, this is just a, <laughs> its own thing to me, I, I, it, based off that character, and I have a special place in my heart for that film. I think it's, I think it's great, and I really am excited about this. Uh, I think uh, it's strange to have a film like that come out so much later, but I guess better late than never, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to anybody that has a grievance that he's not close enough to the source material, listen... We've we've all been through Crisis on Infinite Earths. We've all seen alternate versions and the multiverse and everything. Just swallow your pride, except it's just a different multiverse of Constantine. Thank you. And get over it.
0: Thank you. And and they got the
1: just wanted to throw that out. They
0: got the TV show where he is British and blonde. That happened. So you have, yeah, it.
1: but they you know some people are just I know never happy.
0: you're never happy. I I get it. I mean
1: I'm one of them, but but <laughs> well, it's it, just like it's it, you know it's going I, back to the I just whole... have to ignore the hypocrisy.
0: Yeah, it, it goes back to the whole Little Mermaid thing. It's like just you still have the cartoon. You can go watch. You can go watch that right now. Nobody's stopping you. And now there's this new thing. I was watching. I got obsessed with watching this. Uh, they were like TikTok videos of moms recording the reaction of their children, their black children watching the trailer for the little mermaid. And they were getting so excited. It brought me to tears. I was like, wow, this is something for them. And it's just like, why can't they have that? What was the big deal? There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing. It's getting me. it, It got me really pissed off actually that people were being such dicks about it, you know? And, uh, I'm just so excited for them. I I think it's going to be great. I'll be first in line to
1: see that movie. But um, Constantine, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm equally excited. You know, I think this. I want to say
0: that I think this is the first podcast (laughs) where we segue for anyone where someone has segued from the Little Mermaid to Constantine. But here we are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here we are.
0: Uh, So, Constantine, uh, actually. Again, shows up in a form on Sandman, which uh, they call her Constantine, which is actually more accurately pronounced. I didn't know that, so uh, that's just a little tidbit. I had nothing to add to that. I just thought it was cool. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She's like a
0: descendant of like Constantines that through time or whatever. But again, it's like. I didn't care it was a female. I didn't care it was Johanna. And actually, that is a character from the comics, so whatever. But it's like, why does everything have to be a certain way with people? It's just annoying. It's like, let's try something new and see if it works.
1: Exactly. Now, I, I can understand to a degree where people tend to kind of... Um, but nothing's ever that Because something is new? But, no, no, no. But, but that's where... I think sometimes people need to stop focusing on what they're used to yeah. and start looking at the possibilities of, okay, you like this. How can you expand that? How can you incorporate more into it? Yeah. Um, they're they're actually getting content for something that they're a fan of. Why are they not a fan of that? You know, like if, if somebody makes... You know, like if Mel Brooks makes, you know, uh, a, you know Spaceballs 2, the, the search for more money. Yeah, I'm going to give him money. You know, like I'm down. I don't care how objectively good or bad or, oh, that was nothing like the source material. I don't care. I'm getting more content for something that I actually care about. It's not about controversy. Yeah, it's about it's about love you know it's about love for what y- you like what you're a fan of Dude, that's nice so I mean really it's yeah. got to all come back together and, and kind of meet that gray area yeah um, that's really great with a little bit more humility that's great I, I agree
0: completely wholeheartedly um, and you know um, so we don't I, I don't care if we go over time today by the way i am I'm, I'm kind of letting things happen yeah we're, we're we making go, up a little we bit two
1: freaking hours i don't give a shit i i don't care um well uh, actually i do have i do have two things i do want to drop on on you um there's two movies you. i've seen recently um since we are talking about love the first one i, I want to drop out there is um, it's not a new movie. N- neither one of these movies are per se new. Oh, okay. They're what, new within the last like five so to So something years. I want to
0: talk about real quick before you do that is uh, to the audience. Go for it. Listening, uh, we're now going into what have we watched recently? <laughs> go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. What have you watched? <laughs> who, 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 who am I?
1: <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> so... Um the 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 two the two movies that I've seen recently just this past week. Um the first one is, is it it's called What If? And for anybody out there that's seen it, you know it's it's got Adam Driver and Daniel Radcliffe. It's got Kylo Ren and Harry Potter <laughs> and that is the funniest thing I have seen in a while. Like is this the same like, movie? I watched
0: that movie and is this the same movie where uh, Adam Driver says "Good soup"?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, he does. That's great. <laughs> uh, the, uh, these nachos, uh, there's
0: it, the, the nachos yep, thing. That's it.
1: <laughs> yep, it, you you ruined my nacho high. You ruined it. <laughs> okay, I need to see this
0: film. I can't believe I haven't seen it. You you have
1: to. Yeah, you have to. That I I highly recommend. You know both of these two movies. Um, the first one being like I said what if um, it's just it's so awkward I found myself like challenging thoughts of what the character motivations are and and, you know early on I had to kind of wrestle with like oh she, she she's not telling the truth or oh he's doing this it's like you know what if you if you if you take a step back and try to quit guessing how it's going to end, you're going to be surprised. But you know, like you just I can't wait for you to watch it and tell me what you think. Okay, I, I got a little thing um, to
0: change though. That wasn't from the same movie. So Good Soup is actually from the show. What was Good Soup? That from? was
1: from Girls.
0: Adam Driver was a character. Yeah, Adam oh. Driver was a was a character in that show. Um, But the nachos. In
1: in my defense, he says so much crazy crap in this movie (laughs) that, I I, I mean, you could have said, yeah, this is the one where he slaps a cat, right? And I would have been like, yeah, probably. Oh, that's Marriage Story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Uh, It's it's Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Oh, yep. There it is. Slaps a cat. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> that eighteen. I would AT, love AT. to do. Can we please do an Adam Driver episode sometime soon? I would really love to talk about that guy. He's so A fascinating. Why, why not next week? Why not? Why not? Um,
1: so next, tune in next week for Adam Driver. Tune in next week first. He's our not going to be here, but we're going to talk about him.
0: Well, he might show up. I don't know. We we don't know the future. Let's just keep it up in positivity. Let's be positive here.
1: Uh, I what if
0: movie? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to add that to my watch list cuz uh Yes.
1: Now there is another one. Now I I started watching my second movie on this list and it, the the movie's called The Right Kind of Wrong. Oh. Now the premise of the movie and and it's it's a little obscure. But it, have you ever seen True Blood? Yeah. Oh, Jason. Do you remember the brother Jason from True Blood? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that that's exactly who the lead character is in this movie. His wife at the time or his soon to be ex-wife writes a blog about all of the terrible things that he's done. And it goes viral. She ends up getting a book deal. Like it becomes a oh. huge deal. And it kind of ruins his life to the point where he kind of gives up. Um, But then he ends up meeting somebody and he starts relentlessly pursuing her and it gets up to an edge where it's just a little uncomfortable. You know, like you're having a real hard time giving him a pass on doing some of the things he's doing. Like, dude, you're just being creepy. Back off. Like, just just tone it down. Um, One thing I do want to hyper focus on is when you watch that movie. Pay attention to the cats. They are some of the weirdest cats I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I don't like. There are parts of the movie where I'm like, "That is not real," but it's real. It blinks. It moves. It's like okay, (laughs) but I swear to God, it's freaky. (laughs) Okay,
0: Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. Does he slap the cat? Is that a thing?
1: No, no, no. He he doesn't he doesn't slap the cat. It just the way the cat looks just. Kind of gives you the willies. <laughs> I can't wait. There's there's two of them now. I can tell you there's two cats. One is named Snow, and the other one's named Balls.
0: <laughs> this sounds like your type of movie. I've got to watch this.
1: Hello. Exactly. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah my uh my my headset decided to go ahead and give up the ghost on me.
0: Yeah, you sound so, you sound different.
1: <laughs> yep, give me one second. You go ahead and, and oh, t- tell tell everybody what you're watching lately.
0: Uh, yeah, so um, this past weekend, I saw this film called Barbarian, which is in the theaters. Um, now, the interesting thing about this movie is it's very, very important, according to the the everybody that's watched it, to not spoil the film, to not say what it's about necessarily beyond a certain point. And I think that it really does add to the mystery of what happens because I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, not knowing where things were going to go. And it took so many twists and turns that I just, I had a blast watching this movie and uh the horror I'm, really i'm excited it got under my skin it really did um there are scenes where a, a character is looking down a dark hallway and i'm like this is creepy this is so damn creepy you don't know what's down that hallway and then that person goes down the hallway and you say like, hey, i i don't want to talk about what's down the hallway but um so let me let me just give a generalized premise so there's no spoilers of course but a woman goes to an airbnb and there's already someone staying there for the weekend and they both say that they are renting the place and the guy offers her the room and he'll sleep on the couch no big deal uh then things start getting creepy (laughs) <laughs> I will not say much more than that. Uh, I really so yeah. So
1: it's 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 just like a bad time at a verbo. Is is that what we're we're looking at? Like what? <laughs> like a like a bad time at a verbo. Bad a uh, verbo. Did you have a stroke? What do you okay. Mean? So <laughs> no 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 verbo. It's it's an awful lot like the other you know re real estate rental companies
0: i never heard I, I that i can't
1: believe we're, we're discussing what a verbo is i've never heard but there's commercials <laughs> everywhere for it i've never heard um of what's what's the other one i i can't remember it's off the top of my head right now no idea like you you can rent somebody's house to stay for a vacation oh
0: like a like a t- wait, and i think a timeshare what am i thinking of
1: no that's where you take somebody's money <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> um, I highly recommend this movie. It's uh, just a fun horror film. I I, I want to talk about it. I want to say what happens. I'll tell you one of the one of the actors that are in the film that will make you want to watch it more, and I, it, it doesn't give anything away. But Justin Long is one of the main characters in this movie, and it's just brilliant really what they do. I, I love it. So fun.
1: Okay, so yeah, and, and I'm I'm absolutely in on that. Um, yeah. Because all all I have in my mind is Justin Long from like, Dodgeball. Yeah. From Accepted. Yeah. Um, I, I, his, I will say this: Justin Long. So I'm I'm in on this. He, there
0: was a scene he, cr- it was so funny. I cracked up so much at the scene with him. I I was laughing because the scene it, it goes on for a good two to three minutes of him doing something, and I was laughing so hard the entire time. It, it just in, in a horror film, <laughs> like it just it, it was such a it's such a great scene. I, I, I hope you get to see it soon because I would love to have a spoiler talk about that film. It's just so we, fun.
1: We should definitely gear that up for like Halloween.
0: Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. Uh, I, I, I think Halloween's one of my favorite holidays uh, besides Christmas. Uh, I, I, I would love to have, you know, even uh, Halloween specials where we just talk about Halloween movies. I don't care. It'd be great.
1: Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to get to hear me rage because <laughs> 99% of the time I'm not a horror fan, not because I don't like it or I have weak sensibilities. It's because it doesn't do anything for me.
0: I think this will be different. I, mean, I think Barbarian will be different for you. I, I
1: And, and I am I genuinely yeah. hope so. Yeah. I need something to feel alive yeah. because right <laughs> now I feel like because this, a mummy with gym socks on.
0: And uh, the actors in this film are perfectly cast uh uh bill skarsgard the he played uh the clown pennywise in the rebooted it uh is the oh, he's the Air- he he's so good. he's the airbnb guy and uh oh yeah. airbnb that's what i was looking for that's what i was saying it's an airbnb movie <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I was I was using their competitors saying Verbo. Oh, uh, I I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> that's funny.
1: No, uh, it's, a, it's this 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 is exactly what it was like when we were in the military too.
0: What people we would talk <laughs> and be like, oh, I don't, you know, why don't we do it this way? That's what I said. Well, good.
1: <laughs> that's exactly it. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> So, oh, my God. Like, we've been talking about this for 45 minutes. <laughs> so we, we've, we've so been agreeing this whole time. Yep. So, so we decided to do a podcast.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: so the other things I want to mention, because uh, I, I don't want to talk about this movie more than I have to, because I really want you to go in blind as much as possible. And that goes for not just Dan, but everybody listening to this. Yeah. Hot um, Hot D. House of the Dragon. Uh, hot D. Hot D. The real hot D. not the House of the Dan. House of the Dan. Uh, so you're caught up, right? <laughs> caught up? I, I I watched episode four. Is that caught up? Yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, can you tell me what happened last episode? Like anything brothel. in particular? Did you say brothel? Yeah, Hit. Poe House. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's the All that's right. the last episode. That was a gross episode.
1: Uh, look, okay, but somehow not. I will say, like, I will I, say, I, I, incest I
0: is disgusting. But, but, the Targaryens are known for that. That's their thing. Uh, the Lannisters did it too. Well, apparently, Garen the Thrones. Lannisters are too. Well, the Lannisters even uh, there's a scene. I believe Cersei says to Ned Stark the Targaryens were doing it way before we were. You know, like, it's no big deal. True. Um, so, it's still messed up. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Uh, you know, but the Tar- if you look at the history of the Targaryens, incest is just rampant. Um, I actually got interested in seeing, because there's this uh, one king, uh, King Charles of Spain, I believe it was, uh, who was so inbred that he couldn't walk. He had uh, testicles the size of, of walnuts that were blackened uh he had a jaw that was like extended out he was just malformed and and weird looking everybody was scared of this the way this guy looked i mean he couldn't even talk to he was like four years old um in the real world
1: unofficial world history by the way yeah unofficial world history yeah that's where the word gross came from yeah uh it's not
0: it's not it's not from a guy named gross grossman it's actually from this uh so it yeah it it was uh and i you know it's (laughs) not his fault he he didn't ask to be inbred but that was their thing he he was the last of that dynasty they they because of all the inbreeding done uh, I believe the I'm trying to remember the name of the family uh, Charles the Third, I think. I'm gonna look it up. Charles, nope, that's uh, that's the recent Charles, King Charles. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if he's inbred.
1: <laughs> who, who was not inbred? Yeah, uh,
0: of Spain, Charles II of Spain. I think that's it. Yeah, uh, God, uh, Habs the Habsburgs. Uh, So they called it actually Hasberg syndrome, I believe, based off of the fact that Mm -hmm. he was, you know, the original what they they based off. But you look at pictures of this guy and these are supposed to be flattering. Keep that in mind. Paintings of the kings of of him. And man, he had some deformities. Um, It's just fascinating to me. Now, there are some there are some paintings that make him look better than he did. But the ones that are accurate wow it's just it's really something um and he could of course he couldn't produce any children what going back to house of the dragon um <laughs> obviously nobody on there I, I guess maybe we could throw it away a, a throwaway line of oh the reason nobody is deformed is because of magic because there is a bit of magic and blood in targaryens due to some um, old school you know dragon blood that was mixed in with human blood. I I could go on forever with that, but um, I just think it's fascinating. Now, the thing, though, that does happen sometimes, and they say this on the show, you the gods flip a coin every time a Targaryen is born, and you don't know if they're going to grow up to be um, a Maegor the Cruel, or a Jaehaerys the Wise. Uh, so, you don't know what kind of Targaryen you're going to get. And I think that that's from the inbreeding, I believe. Uh, Joffrey from the Lannisters is a perfect example. That kid is messed up. But then you look at his brother. He is a sweet little kid, so you don't know what you're going to get. And that's kind of what the whole point of. uh, I I think fascinating about every time there's a new king, there's so much turmoil or there's so much peace. You get one or the other and it doesn't always depend on the king. But, uh, you know, it's interesting about this king. He's actually a good guy. And he's not hes not bad. He do, he's not like Joffrey, anyway. He, he's, he's just a good person. He's a terrible king. He should not be king. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's too indecisive. He makes bad moves in general. But, um, but that doesn't make him a bad person. And I think that's the point, you know. And to see Damon, his brother taking advantage of that and he even says in the first episode you're weak you know and they they all know it and they're taking advantage of that kind of a dick thing yeah. to say to your brother but truth hurts I guess but uh, I think it's I think it's great um, there's a character that I recently started studying that was in this last episode and, and you're probably not going to remember him but he is uber interesting super important to the story he has a club foot. Do you remember that character? And I think it was no. actually the episode before. I apologize. He was in the the one with the hunt. Um, going forward, uh, so everybody they have all the women kind of sitting around talking while all the men are going out to hunt for that deer. Oh
1: yeah, him. He comes in. I don't remember.
0: He is kind of a combination of Tyrion and Littlefinger and Varys mixed in. He is a fascinating character and super important to the story. Um, his name is Larys Strong, and the Strongs are actually old. They're one of the oldest families in Westeros. Uh, it's it's fascinating. They have a lot of connections to the old gods and to the Starks. Uh, so hmm. it's just really cool that they're... They're putting him in there and if you watch the other episodes he's there just kind of there looking around and paying attention to everything because he's his his whole thing is okay I can't go hunt with the other men but I can listen to what other people are saying and take that information and that's his whole thing I, I think it's it's brilliant it's, uh, it's super cool stuff that's,
1: that is pretty brilliant yeah. I'm excited for that
0: Yeah. And his brother, who we've met a couple of times, uh, actually in the brothel scene, he's one of the gold cloaks that catches her and lets her go. Uh, That's his brother, Harris Strong. I think it's Harold Strong. Um, He's super important to the story as well later on, but he's kind of the opposite of Larry's, where he is considered one of the greatest fighters in Westeros. He's, He's just a brute of a man. So I I think it's just fascinating to see that. And uh, I'm excited to see more of those characters. Uh, My favorite scene from this last episode was the fact that we finally actually found out what happened between, I want to say Daenerys, Jesus, uh, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra's and uh, Kristen Cole, the uh, Kingsguard, and... uh, the fact that he actually did forsake his vows and had sex with her—that uh, was something of a lot of back and forth in the book, actually. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see that finally happen. And I'm—I—I hmm. I, I, I know a little bit too much. I've spoiled myself, but I read the book a while back, and I—it's I, still fascinating. It's so fun to watch, um, but I can't wait to see where that goes uh, because it's—it's going to get real. Um, they're actually switching the main two actresses in the next episode. Not not this upcoming one, but the following. Uh, and then going forward, it will be the older versions of those actresses. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Which they did. They cast those two actresses first. And then they cast off of that for the younger actresses. So technically, yeah, they, they were the stars in the first place. So... It's gonna be cool seeing that, and uh, the Dance of the Dragons, man. I don't know if you know much about it, but uh, shit's about to get real.
1: Uh, I I actually know absolutely nothing good, about it. Good, yeah. So I am coming into this completely blind.
0: Yeah, it's it it's fascinating and um, terrible. <laughs>
1: what happens?
0: <laughs> nothing, you know. It's war. And I'll leave it at that. It's it's never good, you know. Uh, a lot right of things on. happen that and, and there's there's certain characters within the last episode that aren't even born yet that are going to be pivotal to this. And uh, it's coming, though. Uh, I like the show is doing. It's interesting. They're doing time jumps, but it doesn't feel like it's moving too fast. It means it, the pace is still going really well. That's a hard thing to do. You know, because oh, yeah. we go what six months to two years, three years in the next episode, and it feels like we, it's fine. We're just going along with it. It's seamless. It's seamless. Yeah, yeah. like the the battle of the Stepstones with Damon, is one episode. You know where he defeats the uh, the crab feeder, and the next episode he's coming back to he's back in Westeros, and he's been crowned a king of the Stepstones. and it. It doesn't feel like we missed anything. It feels like we're hitting the beats of the important highlights of that time. And I love that they're doing that. It's it's brilliant. Um Did you enjoy it?
1: (laughs) I did. Good. I, I did I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. I thought it was it it feels very escalating. Yeah. Like you can tell something's coming. It's brewing. It, it, there's other, other than, you know, most of the people in the show.
0: <laughs> in the brothel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ugh. Ugh. Uh, oh, one of my favorite scenes also I want to point out at the beginning is when the the lineup of men, they call it a cattle, uh, of men coming in to propose to Renera. I, I, I can't remember if it's Renera or Reneras. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, you got the first guy who's like older than time and she's just like, I have, nah, I don't want this old guy. But do you remember the young kid coming up? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so interesting backstory on that kid and the, the guy kind of giving him shit and, you know, they get into that fight. Um, their families have been at, they've been at each other's throats for a long time. This was not an isolated incident. The reason that Bracken dude was going after that, uh, I forget the name of the, uh, Bracken, thank God for Google, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Who is the unofficial third co-host of the podcast. I <laughs> wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bracken and Blackwood,
0: the Blackwood kid. Uh, so the Blackwoods and the Brackens have been going at each other's throats for a long time. And I just, I love that the kid gets the upper hand. <laughs> I just love that so much and stabs the guy. I thought that was
1: awesome. Uh, yeah.
0: I, yeah. That guy was being a dick. Let's be honest. But um, it's just crazy, man. Uh, I love the, I think the the beauty of these kind of shows and these kind of um, the, the media content and a lot like Star Wars is there is a bigger world outside of the isolated things that happen so if if say for instance it was just the whole thing with the dragon lords happening and there was nothing else in the world going on i don't think it would have been it's not as immersive you know
1: no whereas this it makes all the other conflicts make it feel real yeah it makes it feel tangible like, there's ever... Like, it's real. ...present threats.
0: Like, there's other things going on in the world. And that's the brilliance of George R. R. Martin. He's he's done so much world-building... Excuse me. He's done so much world-building that he can have multiple battles going on that are affecting what's happening in the main plot. I, I love that. So, anyway... Uh, I want to switch it up to Lord of the Rings. Have you been caught up with that?
1: I'm not. That's okay. Um, uh, I just didn't. I didn't have time. I'll be this honest. Week for it, I
0: think I've started to feel the way you felt. Um, unfortunately, lack soul. I, unfortunately, this last episode did not do it for me. Um, I'm still gonna keep watching because I am a big Lord of the Rings fan. Um, but man, I was just not digging what was happening. It felt like everything was kind of just slow. It was the opposite of the engaging feeling I got from House of the Dragon. I I am hopeful for the show to pick up. I hope it does, but we're halfway through the show. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and see,
1: that's not that's not promised.
0: I will say this, though. Uh, I think I might know why the main reason I didn't dig this episode is because they didn't go back to the Harfoots at all. So we didn't yep. go back to the one thing that I really loved about the show. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's a factor to consider. I, I just, I don't know. I think there's, I, I, I did like the dwarves. I liked the whole thing with the dwarves. I thought that was cool. Um, I'm just not, I'm not as impressed as I should be, you know? Um, but again, I'm I'm still going to go forward with it and watch it because it's at least a beautiful yeah. show.
1: At- Oh, I mean, and and that's one thing that I, I I can't stress that enough. I think that it is visually stunning. They they did it right graphically. Like you look at it, and it's just it almost wants to. It almost makes you want to cry a little. It's so pretty and polished, um, especially when you are looking at like the Elven cities. Like the Dwarven cities feel gritty and and clearly subterranean. Like they they really did. Their homework on the sets. The problem lies in the fact that anybody can go through and recreate a set and and set an environment. I mean, really, that is easier than going through and having to put people in it and make them consistent. It, it's about the story, the history.
0: It's about the story, exactly. And uh, I, I do feel like they're putting things in position for the story. I will say that. So, but I, I feel like it should have been done episodes ago. I feel like we should have got all the main well, yeah, characters, absolutely. But we're getting more characters, we're getting more backstory, we're getting more. And it's just like okay, let's get to the the meat and bones of this thing. What are we doing? You know what? Where is this going? I still don't feel like we're there yet. Um, that said. That could happen next episode. We'll see. Uh, I, one of, and I'm one still, of my
1: biggest grievances. Yeah. When it comes to certain shows, um, what makes or breaks a show personally for me is when a show coddles the viewers, when it's giving them baby steps, it's kind of spoon feeding you little by little before it lets you eat solid food you know like it's it's just it's not dropping you into the story it, it, even if it's jarring it doesn't let you think for yourself it's it's just you too know? slow i think i i think we, it's exactly it i think
0: and um I, I i don't mind slow sometimes most of the time actually i sorry there's a. I don't know if that's
1: getting picked up um, they're coming for you.
0: They're coming for you, Barbara.
1: They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I I hope it picks up. That's all. Uh, I'm going to stick with it. Uh, did you
1: watch She-Hulk? Are you caught up with that? I watched the Abominations Parole here. <laughs> <laughs> I, was,
0: I love that. I'm sorry. I know it's... I know some people might have a problem with the way they're doing the characters being comedic, but him having... Like, oh no,
1: it was hilarious. Him
0: having this this cult of women, I just love that so much.
1: That, that is awesome. <laughs> it, it was a nice way to kind of tie a bow on it. Yeah. Because we got to see him in Shang-Chi, yeah, you know, and then it brought that back Yeah, well, he it, was supposed to be in prison.
0: Yeah, and uh, they even, you know, they, they did a whole uh, trial for it, and I love the... Um, I love the fact that he wrote a letter to Bruce apologizing. and uh,
1: (laughs) It was actually pretty heartfelt. (laughs) It was really
0: nice. Uh, You know, I'm a completely different person, literally. (laughs) It's like, oh, nice, (laughs) nice. Uh, Think of Edward Norton. uh, (laughs) Yep, um, exactly. So this last episode was her versus Titania, uh, taking over her name. She Hulk cause she, had, I
1: have not seen that.
0: Oh, that's fine. I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, there's a great reveal at the end. Um, are you going to watch it? Or are you going to stick with the show? Or are you kind of, Oh no,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Okay. I yeah. Show. I, just I will say, the, chance.
0: I will say the end of this episode is probably one of the best endings. There's no after credits scene, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for next week. I think it's going to be probably one of the best episodes. Um, definitely I, I i don't i don't get the complaint about the show honestly i mean if you don't like the jokes fine but to say it's not accurate to the comics is just so you're out of touch i always,
1: I, I yeah i always thought that what we're getting for she hulk right now is kind of exactly what the comic books offered
0: it's exactly. It's I mean, honestly the comics were Allie McBeal meets
1: comic books, you know, just I don't Right, it's supposed to be almost a parody unto itself. Yeah. Yeah, and because she she didn't get these powers and then, you know, go through the whole with great power comes great responsibility and all that stuff like the whole thing is supposed to be a parody of the hero's journey to somebody who doesn't want it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and she's a comedic character who breaks the fourth
1: wall constantly. I mean, and it's wonderful. Deadpool. Yeah, like if it's okay for Deadpool, why is it not okay? Yeah, for exactly. Her? And
0: I've heard people complain. Well, Deadpool should be the only one that she did it before. Deadpool. So
1: yeah, she I mean, did it way. And, before and
0: Deadpool, Deadpool doesn't have, you know, the only. He can't, he's not the only person that breaks the fourth wall, and it, that's okay. You know, it doesn't. Take anything away. Anyway, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I'm not uh, I, I'm not crazy again about the animation of She-Hulk herself. I think they need to do better next season if they do bring it back. Um, I don't know why. I she just doesn't you. look great. Uh, she just looks kind of not there, you know. And they have a smaller budget, I would say, probably with that. But um, that's my only big complaint, really
1: and that's that's fair uh, i'm i'm excited for it i i honestly i'm on board i love what they're doing with her great uh,
0: also uh a show i'm watching and i'll make this quick you which is now uh coming <laughs> that's out. creepy that's a creepy show that is and i'm not no watching no it's you. creepy because
1: you said you <laughs> i'm watching i'm
0: watching you dan in the shower I thought I saw. I thought I saw you across the street. Just behind the bushes. ignore the bear sitting on the counter in your bedroom. Just, that's all I gotta say. Um, Young, the one holding a camera. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, Stomp. So the show you. Um, it's so. Honestly, I was laughing more than I thought I would be. Um, there's some funny stuff where a guy is just obsessed with a girl. Um, I, have you watched it at all or is that
1: awkward? no i haven't i haven't seen it yet. i think you'll I, really, I know actually nothing about you
0: this. really should watch that show i think it's up your alley it's about this guy who he's basically a a, a sociopath uh, serial killer in the making who is obsessed with a girl um hmm. i was not expecting the show to go where it went but i i really dug it i really did um uh, I actually got to see the second season's first episode with one of those, uh, what are they called? Uh, where they, they get a group of people, uh, a panel of people to watch shows and give their review. You know, I don't know what, I forget what, the yeah. is. Uh, I got to see it through that. And a friend of mine was on the show. I was like, Oh my God, I know him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really enjoyable. Uh, creepy as hell Uh, I actually want to read the book too but anyway that's what I've been watching Um, yeah let's let's just touch on one more thing uh, unless you got more to talk about but uh, well I
1: I got I got one one more thing and it's I'm not going to get too far into this because I just started watching it Um, and it's something that I wanted to pitch out to you hey Paul how would you like to watch a movie with Doc Brown uh batfleck and the guy from office space
0: uh i mean yeah but what is this
1: that that sounds awesome right yeah uh christopher lloyd ron livingston and ben affleck it's it's a more dramatic kind of movie um but you know christopher lloyd is the kind of comic relief he's really funny for the parts i've seen so far i'm about 20 25 minutes in it's a movie it's called the tender bar oh the tender bar i haven't seen that yet you should watch it yeah what i've seen so far i absolutely love it it's so heartfelt yeah i
0: i you know i saw the trailer for it i was like this looks really
1: good actually um it's it is it's fantastic, and I'm a big. I was hoping to get through it before the podcast, but you know, I just ran out of time. It's on
0: Prime, so I'll definitely be able to watch it. Um,
1: I'm a big. Yes. I'm a
0: huge Ben Affleck fan. Um, so I think I'll really enjoy this. Directed by George Clooney. Oh wow. Uh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, it's beautiful. I'm I love his movies too. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw uh Confessions of a Dangerous Mind or Good Night, Good Luck. Nope. Oh nope. man dude you you gotta watch those 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 are fantastic both by george Clooney. they're
1: on the list yeah yeah especially after this movie like i i think that that's going to be an easy sell yeah you know yeah. because this movie is put together dude, so well. confessions
0: of a dangerous mind is so fun to watch uh sam rockwell is brilliant um check that oh i love that yeah, guy check that film out and good night and good luck is of course, brilliant, but I, I really love confessions of a dangerous mind. Um, I never saw monuments men. Uh, I heard okay things. I, I I would check it out. He directed that too. but uh, it's like John, John Goodman, Matt Damon, Bill Murray um, and George Clooney, of course. and they're uh, it's during World War II, I believe. and they like steal uh, art history and museum stuff uh, during the war.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I got to see that. Yeah.
0: That sounds fun. Actually, I, I really want to see that. Um so uh yeah, thank you for pointing that out. I'd love to see the Tender Bar. I'm going to definitely check that out. And I didn't know Christopher Lloyd was in this.
1: That's that's great. Yeah, it's and it he does so good so far.
0: Cool. Uh one last thing, uh it is officially Batman Day. Ah, Batman Day. What that means, I don't know. It's just everybody's posting stuff about Batman, and I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite Batman? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go OG. Adam West? Adam West.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that he's the latest one, and but Robert Pattinson right now is my favorite. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Did you see? You, you definitely seem to have a bat fatuation. Bat fatuation. Bat batuation d- Did you? Uh,
0: did you see the? <laughs> did you see the Batman? Oh God, yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. Oh my I, God, I watched it. We gotta do a whole episode now. I I want to hear what your thoughts are about the Riddler because I know that's your favorite. That's oh, one of your yeah. favorite well, characters besides I, I two think, things. Oh
1: yeah, we we we've got we've got some words to discuss about that. And I think that that honestly. Costume superhero? I think we're 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 on the fringe of Halloween episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I
1: mean, by 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 the beginning of October, we should really do like a a, a four a four podcasts of Halloween or something like that. Like Dude, we should yeah. definitely kind of buckle down into it.
0: I think I'm actually gonna watch a horror movie tonight. I don't know what. Hey, maybe one of the ones uh, that Tony recommended
1: to you. Oh, yeah. that I've, I've been holding on to those for... for <laughs> we, um,
0: you, we should actually talk basically about those. Knowing,
1: sh- knowing Tony, it's going to actually be like... <laughs> it's going to get me. I know it. I just know it. So I'm going to call it Craptober because it's going to make me crap my pants. <laughs> 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 I mean, honestly. Oh, That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> uh, so
0: let's close this up. We've gone way over time, but I had a blast.
1: I don't care. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I love it. You know, it.
0: if we're under two hours, I'm fine.
1: It's fine. Um, yeah, there we go. And, and, and then, you know, one of these days, if, as long as so, we're under three, it'll be fine. It's That's a gateway.
0: Uh, as long as we're under five hours. It's fine. It's fine.
1: As, as long as we're underneath 12 hours, we're, we're okay. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, something I want <laughs> to talk to you about, and I think we need to talk about it in front of all our guests on the show or the uh, people that are listening in, um, I think I want to continue doing these uh recordings saturday night uh as much as we can and release on sunday or monday um so we can keep consistency i think sunday's a good day to to oh absolutely i Um, think
1: i think that that's the way to do it yeah honestly I, i i think that that works perfect
0: great and uh also um i want to point out we want to do more live sessions like we did last time um Mm -hmm. We're going to figure that out and we're going to definitely let everyone know online when they can catch us and we'll be consistent about that as well. But I had a blast doing that despite D23 being let down.
1: It was so much fun. It just. Yeah. It was so, so rough. I think there are certain parts where you could just almost see tears (laughs) because it was just so boring.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the fact was that we weren't there we couldn't physically see if we could watch it, that might've been uh, a little more engaging, but, uh, you know, going through Twitter and just finding out nothing was happening kind of sucks, you know? Uh, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna definitely do that. So, um, I know you're giving a break to social media, uh, but people can still subscribe to you, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, my social media is still technically out there. Okay. Instagram and Facebook. It, you know, I'm. I'm not. It, it's a little vacant at the moment, but Theodore Bear Dog on is the handle for both. Um, currently, while I'm taking my break, you can find me in the bushes across the street from from Paul's apartment. Um, I knew it. And occasionally at Dairy Queen. So across the bushes uh, in Paul, the- <laughs> oh, where can they find you?
0: Well, I won't be in the bushes <laughs> or a Dairy Queen. Uh, I will be at the At the bear dog I I am uh, (laughs) at (laughs) at Paul Allen Dixon uh, A-L-A-N D-I-X-O-N and uh, yeah give me a follow we're also on Film Vets on Instagram and uh, YouTube and the YouTubes the YouTubes and uh, yeah uh, thanks for listening looking forward to the next one Dan
1: yeah I am I am too hey Paul all right thank Thank you. you for your service
0: damn it you beat me Thank you for your service. Ooh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> this is not a ongoing trend, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye y'all. Just
1: wrestling for dominance. <laughs> <laughs>